Hey everyone, this is Julian Palumbo, and I'm here to to uh, just give you some teaching, sh share some goodness about Jesus today. Did you just ask Jesus into your heart and life recently? Do you know someone who did, or do you want to? Well, if you answered yes to any of those questions, just hang on, listen on, and Hopefully, I can give you some good meat to chew on here. And now what? What do you do with your life now? Now that you've asked Jesus into your heart, everywhere you go, you hear people uh, teaching about born again and ask Jesus into your heart. And that's definitely the first step. That's the major step. That's what brings you from darkness to light. That's what brings you from death to life. You ask Jesus to come into your life and your heart and to, you repent of your sin and you ask him to fill you with his life and joy and peace and strength and cleansing, the cleansing of his blood that he shed for us on Calvary. Yes, but if you've done that, and we'll come back to that again, that's, that's huge. But if you've already done that and you're kind of in limbo and you're like, now what? and you didn't really have anyone to mentor you or show you what to do, how to take a few steps in the right direction in your brand new life in Christ, well, that's what this is all about. So I just want to welcome everyone that's listening right now. My name is Julian Palumbo, and I'm from spiritwithus.com. You can look that up for some great uh, blog posts and more teaching on really hot, controversial topics. That's spiritwithus.com, spelled just the way it sounds. And uh, I want to share a teaching today to equip new believers. If you would consider yourself a new believer, or maybe you've just never done anything further to grow in the Lord since you've asked Jesus into your heart, maybe it was a week ago or a year ago, and you just don't know what to do next. Listen on. And that's what I'm here for. And I feel that God put this in my, on my heart. I've been praying about it, seeking to know His will. And it just hasn't gone away. It's just gotten stronger. So I'm here to serve my Lord Jesus and to serve you, His people, those of you who are seeking to know more. So hang on and hang in, okay? So I want to approach this from a different angle than maybe most people would. Instead of just treating you as when I was saved oh, about 30 years ago, uh, they would call you a baby Christian. And yes, the Bible, the Word does call you a baby Christian. The Bible and the Word are the same thing. I'm going to you know, just take it from the point of view that you don't know some of the terminology, which I didn't know when I was brand new. So bear with me if you already know this stuff. This is for new believers. So let's see. The word does talk about uh, having the milk of the word first when you're a baby Christian. And that's what God calls it. That's in his word. And yes, when you're a baby, you're so hungry, you want to eat around the clock. Uh, you want to drink that milk 
all around the clock every couple hours, right? And you grow at a fast rate. When a baby grows fast, an infant to to a a one year old, I don't know how fast they triple their weight, but they grow really fast compared to later on stages. So you don't ever have to stop growing fast, but babies do grow fast on the milk. And on the milk of the word, it's no different. So I just want to give you uh, something really, really simple. I want you uh, to talk to Jesus and the Heavenly Father, His Father in Heaven, every day. Start your day just whatever comes into your mind. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so we're going to continue segment number two. Uh, we were just talking about how babies grow so fast, and uh, when you're a new baby in Christ, you're going to want to be just like a human baby and drink the milk of the Word every two hours. Every couple of hours, you just want to connect with your new Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want you to start your day when you wake up in the morning, when you open your eyes, speak to Him. Just say whatever it is on your heart, whatever comes into your mind. Lord Jesus, thank you for saving me. Lord Jesus, thank you for waking me up today. Thank you for this new day. Lord, just be strong with me today. I love you and I want you. Whatever God puts on your heart, whatever the Holy Spirit will put on your heart, because when you became saved and born again, you received the Holy Spirit. And he's with you. And Jesus said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So just go in faith. This is a walk of faith, people. You, Whether you feel something warm and tingly, which happens a lot, you might feel all kinds of things, a happy glow. And you may just feel normal. You may not feel anything. Usually after Jesus cleanses your heart from all sin, you will feel clean You'll feel bright. You'll feel like you have a new lease on life. And you'll you'll just have an abiding peace and joy. And that's his signature that he's with you. And uh, But don't go by feelings. Do not go by your feelings. Do not go by your emotions. No. You want to go by faith. It's a walk of faith. In Jesus' name, it is. So let's go on now. So I want you to speak to the Lord throughout the day. Keep that connection alive all day and all night. When you go to bed at night, say goodnight to him. Tell him whatever's on your mind. Thank him for things. Just rejoice in him and have a relationship with him. And the weapons of your warfare. Now we're going to get into the stuff that most people would not teach baby new Christians. But I don't believe that way. I believe that the minute you're born again, you've joined the Lord, you've joined the believers, you've joined the group of people that are going to heaven when they die, you've joined the people that are filled with the Holy Spirit, and you have now gotten yourself an enemy, the enemy called Satan. The enemy is his demons. The satanic crowd, the darkness, has nothing to do with the light. You're now in the light, so the darkness hates you. You've just left the darkness behind, and they resent that, 
they hate that. They don't want to lose one spirit to the Lord Jesus. So you've got an enemy. Now, how do you deal with that enemy? You need to know right away what to do because he's not going to wait. He's not going to say, oh, well, they're just a baby Christian. I'll leave them alone until they grow up. No. In fact, they know you're vulnerable right now. So you need the armor. You need the weapons right now. And I'm going to equip you right now. First of all, you want to put on the whole armor of God. And that's found in Ephesians, I believe. I didn't do uh, the uh, spiritual lookups because I was in a hurry today, but I will do it in future programs. You want to put on the whole armor of God, people. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, loins girt about with truth, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That means you could simply share your faith with someone else and tell them how to become saved. In one hand, you want to pick up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You want to be reading your Word every day. Maybe find a schedule, and I can bring a schedule on. Um, I'll do that for you to follow if you don't have one. And with the other hand, you take up the shield of faith, wherewith to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. What are the fiery darts? Their thoughts. They're bombarding you their uh, emotions, their their negative ideas, their negative pictures in your mind, their negative memories, their anything that would tear you down. You want to hold up that shield of faith and bounce them off. All right, we're going on to segment three here, and we were in the middle of the armor of God. I just described it's a helmet. It's a breastplate. What it looks like is what a soldier would wear, a Roman soldier. A breastplate and your loins go about with truth, which would be like where you would wear a pair of shorts. <laughs> your feet shod, which means wearing shoes of the preparation of the gospel. In other words, everywhere you go, you can present a simple uh a simple plan of, of faith, of salvation to, to someone that you want to share it with. And in your hands, you're going to take up the sword of the spirit, wherewith to do warfare. That sword of the spirit is the word of God. That means when, when you come up, come up against the enemy, you can confront him with a Bible verse or with a, if you don't have things memorized yet, that's okay. When you learn the principles of the Bible, what Jesus was teaching, you just, say that when and as you grow you'll memorize scripture you'll hear it you'll you'll absorb it and you'll be able to repeat it back but the, but it's the the uh principle and the spirit of it and you can rebuke the devil in Jesus name just say Jesus in Jesus name Satan I rebuke you in the name of Jesus I rebuke you leave me now in Jesus name that's what that's a very simple and easy way that you can begin to do spiritual warfare people use it in Jesus name I rebuke you and if it's say you're feeling an anxiety which is a very common thing for everyone you say spirit of anxiety and fear I bind you now I'm teaching now about binding I guess that's what the Holy Spirit wants you to hear right now so this is what you do. You say, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, 
I bind you. Spirit of fear, spirit of anxiety that's attacking me right now. I bind you. I rebuke you and I command you to leave me now in Jesus' name and never come back. Go to the feet of Jesus to find out what your destiny is. Leave me now and never come back in Jesus' name. Go. Because Why can you do this? Because Jesus said in Luke ten nineteen that I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. And you baby brand new Christians, I want you to know that right off the bat. You have all the authority and power over the enemy to trample them underfoot, serpents and scorpions and anything of the dark side that will come against you, negative emotions, fear, anxiety, depression, heaviness. No, we don't accept that. The world teaches that that's coming from some mental imbalance, some chemical imbalance. No. That's spiritual, people. You need to fight it spiritually. I can't say this enough. It's a spiritual battle. And in the future, we're going to get into how the enemy can come into your home, how he can stay there. If you rebuke him, as I told you to do, and you're walking in the light, your heart is clean, your sins are confessed up, that the Holy Spirit has shown you, and you, you've, uh, you're covered in the blood, you're right with God, and you still feel depressed, anxious, worried. I want you to begin to house clean. That means you are going to look around your home for cursed objects. And we'll get into these things deeper in other shows coming up. More um, specific information. But for now, the obvious things, let the Holy Spirit show you what is not of the Lord and what is of the kingdom of darkness. And either destroy it, burn it. Get it out of your house and off your property, out of your car, out of your life in Jesus name and just cleanse that, cleanse your home with the blood of Jesus, cover your home inside and out with the blood of Jesus. If there, if you don't know what's not of the Lord, you want to say a prayer like this in the name of Jesus, I bind up all the spirits that are not of the Lord Jesus that may be attached to objects in my home that I don't even know I have in my possession or I'm not sure if they're bad or not. In Jesus' name, hold on for the next segment, people. All right, we were just talking about uh, cursed objects in your home. As a brand new Christian, this is something we all go through. Uh, often there, there are many things from your past that are not of the Lord Jesus. And it's overwhelming to try and do it all at once. So what I was just telling you to do in the last segment was to, to pray frequently. I'm not saying that this is a ritual or anything like that because we don't go by rituals. We go by the Holy Spirit. But I, w I want you to pray a prayer like this in the name of Jesus, Father God, I bind every cursed object that is in my home that I don't know about or I don't even recognize yet in the name of Jesus. I bind you spirits that are attached to these cursed objects and I cover the object with the blood of Jesus. I break off all curses and evil spirits 
off of these objects and I cast these spirits to the feet of Jesus for their destiny. And Father God, please seal up these objects with the blood of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Father, please send your mighty angels to show me and bring to my attention these objects that need to go out of my house and out of my possession. In Jesus' name. And thank you, Jesus. The Lord will is mighty to protect his new babies, his new believers. And just keep your eyes open because the angels will be bringing these things to your attention. Don't get overwhelmed. Just do it as the Holy Spirit shows you because he's a spirit of peace, joy, soundness of mind. And you just want to ask the Holy Spirit to fill you, to, to comfort you, to give you his soundness of mind. There's a beautiful scripture that says, The Lord has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and sound mind. And that spirit is the Holy Spirit. So whenever you need power, <laughs> I call it power for living, because you need power for living in this world. Power, love, and a sound mind. That's the Holy Spirit. Just ask him to fill you, to give you those things, and he will. And also Jesus said he leaves, leaves a comforter. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. He left us. He had to go back to heaven to sit at the right hand of the Father. Although he's here with us too, he's everywhere. And we're going by faith, people. You got to learn how to think with faith. God doesn't operate according to our human um, limits. He has no limits. He can be here with us and he can be sitting at the right hand of the Father all at the same time. <clears throat> he also exists in the past, present, and future at the same time. So, but don't let that boggle your mind yet. If that's too much for you to grab, don't worry about it. But it is true, and it's awesome when you think about it. So, uh, our God, our wonderful God, has no limits. We, I just love him. I worship him so much. He's awesome. So, depend on the Holy Spirit to show you what to get rid of, okay? Because if you keep these cursed objects in your home... The Bible warns us in Deuteronomy that we'll become a cursed thing like it. That means that we give Satan legal right to stay in our home and afflict us. And that's a lot of Christians, even old Christians don't know that and they don't carry that out. And it's very important. Keep your home clean of these cursed objects. That includes music, that includes uh, t television shows that are dark and occult, anything connected to the occult. You want to get it out of your home, out of your mind, out of your life. Um, and it is a process. Don't If you feel yourself becoming overwhelmed, stop and just say, Holy Spirit, you lead this. You guide me step by step because you have not given us a spirit of confusion and overwhelm, but power, love, and a sound mind. That's how you know if the Holy Spirit's in charge. You will feel his power, his love, and his soundness of mind. So put on the whole armor of God and bind up and cast out, get rid of those cursed objects. Hold on for the... All right, we're continuing on. 
with, I believe this is segment number four today. I want to remind you, we were just talking about cursed objects to get them out of your home as a new believer. Let the Holy Spirit guide you and show you don't become overwhelmed, but just slowly clean out your home. You want to look at books, uh, CDs, movies. You want to look at graven images, especially of other gods or other uh, religions. Other, uh, may, a lot of things come into our homes through souvenirs from trips, either given to us by others or that we brought home thinking that they were just cool souvenirs. Nuh-uh. A lot of them are demons. A lot of them are, uh, you want to be careful of masks, statues, um, any graven image or carved images. Um, these can have attached spirits. They are cursed objects. That's what makes them cursed, is the fact that they have attached evil spirits. And when they're in your home, you've given them authority to afflict you. And you might, this is one thing I learned, <laughs> is that they will cause trouble in your life that you would never dream is attached to that object. Uh, it, that it, You will never put the two together. It can be sickness. It can be poverty. It could be uh, rebellious children. It can be anything and you will never dream that it was attached to that object, but yet it is. And they don't want you to know. They don't want you to figure it out. But you have all authority over serpents and scorpions to trample them underfoot, Jesus said, his very words. So don't be fearful. Take your authority in the name of Jesus Christ and use it. Use it as a new baby Christian. Use it. Don't be afraid. Stay close to God. Confess your sins every day as to be filled with the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Worship and love your Father. Read a chapter of the New Testament every day. Start there. And a lot of people recommend that you start in the, in the book of John, which is a beautiful love letter from God to you. You'll see God's heart and how much he loves you. Read a chapter of John every day. And stay in the word. At least once a day, stay in the word. There's a great Bible app called uh, Bible Hub. That's one I use, and it's absolutely fantastic. If you don't know what um, version of the Bible to choose, I would choose the King James Version or the New King James Version. I don't think they offer the New King James but a lot of these other versions are perverted, uh, such as the NIV and the American Standard. Um, you want to stick with the, authorita the authoritative version, which is the King James. And you'll be surprised uh, how quickly you won't even notice the these and thous. And uh, it, you just, you'll just read right over them and it'll make sense. The Holy Spirit is going to interpret the word to your heart and mind. And your heart and your spirit are basically the same thing. So when I say heart, I mean spirit. When I say spirit, I mean heart. And I don't want to give you too much here all at once. But if you don't have a Bible or King James Version, you can read it on Bible Hub. And um, that, that's the one I use. 
So uh, continuing on, I was describing to you earlier the armor of God. I was telling you to get rid of cursed objects out of your home. I was telling you to speak to Jesus throughout the day. And I was telling you to um, read a chapter of the Bible starting with the Gospel of John. And notice the words in red. Other versions don't always have the words in red. Those are the exact words that were spoken by your new Lord and Savior, Jesus. These are the words he spoke straight out to us with no interpretation, no one messing with them. Those are so precious. You want to really take note of the uh, precious words in red that are right from our Savior's lips. All right, continuing on, I just want to really emphasize as a baby Christian, you want to stay clean. What do I mean by that? Um, Jesus said that we're already washed in his blood and in the Father's sight, we're clean and pure now. We just need to wash our feet every day because we walk through a dirty world. And I'm talking spiritually, everyone. Spiritually, your feet get dirty (laughs) as you walk through this world. So you want to keep a a short tab with the Lord, such as, for example, let me give you a concrete example. At the end of the day, you might say, Lord, Holy Spirit's putting on my mind how I spoke uh, kind of mean about that person. And uh, I'm sorry that I talked mean about so-and-so. Please wash me clean in your blood. Father, I'm sorry that I missed my chapter of the Bible today, Lord. Please forgive me. I'm, I, I want to stay close to you. Father God, please forgive me for not telling that person about you when I had a chance. I'm so sorry, Lord. Please wash me in your precious blood. Those kind of things. That's what I'm talking about as an example. So keep clean every day. Walk in the light. That is how you walk in the light. You have your sins confessed. You ask the Father in heaven to fill you with the Holy Spirit. You're talking to Jesus often throughout the day and thinking about the Lord. You, you are being obedient. You are um, avoiding sin. And as a baby Christian, you just listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit in your heart. You'll know. And uh, you want to avoid sin because the enemy will use sin as a doorway and leverage in your life. Again, it's like the cursed object. You're giving him a legal right. And let me tell you something. The devil works on legalities according to the word of God. If he has a legal right into your life and into your home, into your family, if you are a mother or father or... um, you can bring the de- the enemy into your house by sin, and it can afflict your whole family, especially those under you, such as if you're a parent, your children, uh, to that, some, as you know what I'm saying, like the hierarchy of authority, a parent over a child. If a parent sins, then the child can actually be afflicted. The, the devil has a legal right to come into your life and afflict your family's life in Jesus' name. So you want to be aware of that. You want to, if you have a besetting sin, um, such as pornography, uh, 
that which is just rampant these days and is a doorway to much worse sin. Um, if you have a doorway in your life of any type of sin, gluttony, um, oh, I can't even think of, uh, let me see. Um, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to waste too much time on that. You know what I mean. If you have a besetting sin, something you can't conquer, uh, alcohol, drugs, um, an illicit relationship. That means sex outside of marriage, folks. Yep. No sex outside of marriage. The Bible calls it fornication if you're not married and adultery if you are married. And uh, we can get into that more. But that is a total open doorway to, to Satan to like absolutely mess up your life and your family's life. So you need to walk in the light. The enemy will use any sin in your life as a doorway and leverage against you. So we're, this, is, this isn't a rose garden, people. This isn't a float down the river on a bed of roses. This is warfare. And you've chosen sides now. As a new believer, I want to armor you up and get you battle ready immediately. Because the enemy is prowling around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Yes, that's in the Bible. And I am warning you to get ready and clean up your life as fast as you can. And remember, the Holy Spirit is in you and with you. And you can do this with his power. You'll be amazed. God bless you. Hold on for the next second. All right, people, I'm so glad if you listen to all the segments. I think there's six, if I'm not mistaken. I want to end today's teaching. This is uh, January 22nd. I'm not even sure of the date. Uh, I'm going to have to be careful of that in the future to get the date on here. But um, the important thing that I want to leave you with today is to recommend a book that is absolutely fantastic for new and old believers alike because we have all left out the, a very important part of our prayer time. I want you to have prayer. I want you to have a concentrated prayer time, preferentially after you read the Bible, or you can read a, a psalm. Pick any psalm, read it, and then just... Let the Holy Spirit fill your heart and mind and then begin a prayer time. Give the Lord, start with five or ten minutes just communing with him and let the Holy Spirit pray through you and for you. Um, we don't know how to pray as we ought, and that's a Bible verse. <laughs> I'm not saying that on my own. The Holy Spirit will help you pray, and he will put things on your mind and heart to say to the Lord and he will also let you receive things from the Lord, spiritual things in your spirit. And if you do it, you'll know what I mean. It's very hard to put spiritual things into words. But you have to have that communication with God and it makes a connection between you and God every day. And I want to recommend this book called Power Prayers, Warfare That Works. And it's by Sheila Zelinsky and Carla Butaud. And those are two tough last names. Sheila Zielinski is Z-I-L-I-N-S-K-Y. That's Sheila Zielinski and Carla 
Butad, that's B-U-T-A-U-D as in dog. Okay, and their book is called Power Prayers, Warfare That Works. And it is a collection of, I believe, about 40 prayers that apply to your life. And what it does, it'll show you and teach you and give you the words to say, literally that you could just read and repeat out loud uh, to battle the enemy in just about any situation. I'll read some of these um, prayer titles. Prayer for a child being bullied. Prayer over meals. Prayer concerning weather, like bad, threatening weather. Prayer for travel. Bedtime prayer. Prayer for school children. Prayer for our nation. The one I do every single morning and evening is morning warfare prayer. I just call it evening prayer in the evening. And uh, that has become a staple in my life. And I just want to... Uh, really recommend this book. It's on Amazon, and I believe you can get it on uh, their own personal um, websites. But I would just make it easy and go on Amazon and look up Power Prayers Warfare That Works. And I'm just going to read a list of the things that I have been doing this morning and night since November. And these are the things that have, I the miracles I've seen in my life. In addition to my regular prayers, I then turn my my spiritual authority against my enemy, and I attack my enemy. Um, a tenant that was living with my son had many occult objects in his room, and I believe was bringing a curse upon his house, my son's house. This roommate up and left for practically no reason at all that we could see. Uh, my one son that had an affliction, his energy and strength is restored. His health is restored. His life is restored and God is giving him jobs and a car and just blessings out every single day. It's it just, as a mother, it just is so exciting. Uh, Someone offered him a truck and a job just out of the blue one day. A friend showed up and offered him these things. My husband is quitting smoking and uh, hoarding spirits are going. Even my, uh, my pets are friendly. Okay, just to finish up, thank you for listening today. I continue to give you um, the blessings and miracles in my life that I've notice since I began to do spiritual warfare and I have really made this a part of my everyday life and I've learned to use my authority in Jesus Christ against the enemy as well as my regular prayers I also address the enemy uh, and here I gave some results in the last segment I also wanted to tell you that a forgotten $1,000 just showed up out of nowhere, and um, which I was badly needed at the time. Um, I believe that happened in December. And uh, praise God, thank you, Jesus. Of course, I gave him the 10% off the top. I always tithe. I want to be obedient to God's word. 
And uh, also, one of my bosses started paying me more money (laughs) for no reason. Um, I also, uh, God showed me um, something that I've had a question about, uh, about my previous marriage. And he's cleared that up for me, something that's been bothering me for literally years. Uh, The enemy was broken in that area, and I have clarity and joy and peace, and I give God the glory on that. Um, Praise God. So you will be amazed at what you thought was normal. What you accept as normal was really afflictions of the enemy that you just thought you had to live with, and you never really thought about it going away. (laughs) Or maybe you did. I mean, some things we just want gone. But some things we just accept. It's it's amazing the things that we accept, we think we just have to live with, and we don't. In Jesus' name, he came to give us life and more abundant. He came to give us life. The, The devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. Remember that. But Jesus came to give us life, and that more abundantly. And so this is how he gives us the abundant life. These things that we thought we had, these these bondages, these heavy weights, they're just dropping off as you learn to walk out in the authority of Jesus against the enemy. But remember, don't do it. If you know you have sin in your life and it's not unconfessed and unrepented, repent of your sins, people. Repent means to turn your mind against it. Agree with God, with God's mind on it and hate it. Hate it for what it is. And if, if you slip and fall into sin again, quickly repent. Ask God to wash you in the blood of Jesus again. And he's faithful and just to forgive you your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness as many times as you need to. New Christian, I'm so glad that we talked today. I hope that this has been a blessing. And I look forward to our next time. And take notes, people. And review your notes, stay close to Jesus and his Holy Spirit and the Father in heaven. They will lead you and guide you into all truth. Hey, everyone. This is Julian Palumbo. And I'm here to to, uh, just give you some teaching, share some goodness about Jesus today. Did you just ask Jesus into your heart? And life recently? Do you know someone who did? Or do you want to? Well, if you answered yes to any of those questions, just hang on, listen on, and hopefully I can give you some good meat to chew on here. And now what? What do you do with your life now? Now that you've asked Jesus into your heart, everywhere you go, you hear people Uh, teaching about born again and ask Jesus into your heart. And that's definitely the first step. That's the major step. That's what brings you from darkness to light. That's what brings you from death to life. You ask Jesus to come into your life and your heart and you repent of your sin and you ask him to fill you with his life and joy and peace and strength and cleansing the cleansing of his blood that he shed for us on Calvary. Yes, but if you've done that, 
And we'll come back to that again. That's, that's huge. But if you've already done that and you're kind of in limbo and you're like, now what? And you didn't really have anyone to mentor you or show you what to do, how to take a few steps in the right direction in your brand new life in Christ. Well, that's what this is all about. So I just want to welcome everyone that's listening right now. My name is Julian Palumbo, and I'm from spiritwithus.com. You can look that up for some great uh, blog posts and more teaching on really hot, controversial topics. That's spiritwithus.com, spelled just the way it sounds. And uh, I want to share a teaching today to equip new believers. If you would consider yourself a new believer, or maybe you've just never done anything further to grow in the Lord since you've asked Jesus into your heart, maybe it was a week ago or a year ago, and you just don't know what to do next, listen on. And that's what I'm here for. And I feel that God put this in my, on my heart. I've been praying about it, seeking to know his will, and it just hasn't gone away. It's just gotten stronger. So I'm here to serve my Lord Jesus and to serve you, his people, those of you who are seeking to know more. So hang on and hang in, okay? So I want to approach this from a different angle than maybe most people would. Instead of just treating you as when I was saved about 30 years ago, uh, they would call you a baby Christian. And yes, the Bible, the word does call you a baby Christian. The Bible and the word are the same thing. I'm going to, you know, just take it from the point of view that you don't know some of the terminology, which I didn't know when I was brand new. So bear with me if you already know this stuff. This is for new believers. So let's see, the word does talk about uh, having the milk of the word first when you're a baby Christian. And that's what God calls it. That's in his word. And yes, when you're a baby, you're so hungry, you want to eat around the clock. Uh, you want to drink that milk all around the clock every couple hours, right? And you grow at a fast rate. When a baby grows fast, an infant to, to a, a one-year-old, I don't know how fast they triple their weight, but they grow really fast compared to later on stages. So... You don't ever have to stop growing fast, but babies do grow fast on the milk. And on the milk of the word, it's no different. So I just want to give you uh, something really, really simple. I want you uh, to talk to Jesus and the Heavenly Father, His Father in Heaven, every day. Start your day, just whatever comes into your mind. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so we're going to continue segment number two. Uh, we were just talking about how babies grow so fast, and uh, when you're a new baby in Christ, you're going to want to be just like a human baby and drink the milk of the Word every two hours. Every couple of hours, you just want to connect with your new Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, 
I want you to start your day when you wake up in the morning, when you open your eyes, speak to him. Just say whatever it is on your heart, whatever comes into your mind. Lord Jesus, thank you for saving me. Lord Jesus, thank you for waking me up today. Thank you for this new day. Lord, just be strong with me today. I love you and I want you. Whatever God puts on your heart, whatever the Holy Spirit will put in your heart, because when you became saved and born again, you received the Holy Spirit and he's with you. And Jesus said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So just go in faith. This is a walk of faith, people. You, whether you feel something warm and tingly, which happens a lot, you might feel all kinds of things, a happy glow, and you may just feel normal. You may not feel anything. Usually after Jesus cleanses your heart from all sin, you will feel clean. You'll feel bright. You'll feel like you have a new lease on life and you'll, you'll just have an abiding peace and joy. And that's his signature that he's with you. And, uh, but don't go by feelings. Do not go by your feelings. Do not go by your emotions. No, you want to go by faith. It's a walk of faith in Jesus name. It is. So let's go on now. So I want you to speak to the Lord throughout the day. Keep that connection alive all day and all night. When you go to bed at night, say good night to him. Tell him whatever's on your mind. Thank him for things. Just rejoice in him and have a relationship with him. And the weapons of your warfare. Now we're going to get into the stuff that most people would not teach baby new Christians. But I don't believe that way. I believe that the minute you're born again, you've joined the Lord, you've joined the believers, you've joined the group of people that are going to heaven when they die. You've joined the people that are filled with the Holy Spirit. And you have now gotten yourself an enemy, the enemy called Satan. The enemy is his demons. The satanic crowd, the darkness has nothing to do with the light. You're now in the light. So the darkness hates you. You've just left the darkness behind and they resent that. They hate that. They don't want to lose one spirit to the Lord Jesus. So you've got an enemy. Now, how do you deal with that enemy? You need to know right away what to do because he's not going to wait. He's not going to say, oh, well, they're just a baby Christian. I'll leave them alone until they grow up. No. In fact, they know you're vulnerable right now. So you need the armor. You need the weapons right now. And I'm going to equip you right now. First of all, you want to put on the whole armor of God. And that's found in Ephesians, I believe. I didn't do uh, the uh, spiritual lookups because I was in a hurry today. But I will do it in future programs. You want to put on the whole armor of God, people, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, loins girt about with truth, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That means you could simply share your faith with someone else and tell them how to become saved. In one hand, you want to pick up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You want to be reading your word every day. Maybe find a schedule and I can bring a schedule on. Um, I'll do that for you to follow if you don't have one. And 
With the other hand, you take up the shield of faith, wherewith to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. What are the fiery darts? Their thoughts, they're bombarding you, their uh, emotions, their, their negative ideas, their negative pictures in your mind, their negative memories, their anything that would tear you down. You want to hold up that shield of faith and bounce them off. All right, we're going on to segment three here, and we were in the middle of the armor of God. I just described it's a helmet. It's a breastplate. What it looks like is what a soldier would wear, a Roman soldier. A breastplate, and your loins go about with truth, which would be like where you would wear a pair of shorts. <laughs> your feet shod, which means wearing shoes, of the preparation of the gospel. In other words, everywhere you go, you can present a simple, uh, a simple plan of, of faith of salvation to, to someone that you want to share it with. And in your hands, you're going to take up the sword of the spirit wherewith to do warfare. That sword of the spirit is the word of God. That means when, when you come up, come up against the enemy, you can confront him with a Bible verse or with a, if you don't have things memorized yet, that's okay. When you learn the principles of the Bible, what Jesus was teaching, you just say that when, and as you grow, you'll memorize scripture, you'll hear it, you'll, you'll absorb it and you'll be able to repeat it back. But the, but it's the, the, uh, principle and the spirit of it and you can rebuke the devil in jesus name just say jesus in jesus name satan i rebuke you in the name of jesus i rebuke you leave me now in jesus name that's what that's a very simple and easy way that you can begin to do spiritual warfare people use it in jesus name i rebuke you and if it's, say you're feeling an anxiety, which is a very common thing for everyone, you say, spirit of anxiety and fear, I bind you. Now I'm teaching now about binding. I guess that's what the Holy Spirit wants you to hear right now. So this is what you do. You say, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I bind you. Spirit of fear, spirit of anxiety that's attacking me right now. I bind you, I rebuke you, and I command you to leave me now in Jesus' name and never come back. Go to the feet of Jesus to find out what your destiny is. Leave me now and never come back in Jesus' name. Go. Because, why can you do this? Because Jesus said in Luke ten nineteen that I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. And you baby brand new Christians, I want you to know that right off the bat. You have all the authority and power over the enemy to trample them underfoot, serpents and scorpions and anything of the dark side that will come against you, negative emotions, fear, anxiety, depression, heaviness. No, we don't accept that. The world teaches that that's coming from some mental imbalance, some chemical imbalance. No. That's spiritual, people. You need to fight it spiritually. I can't say this enough. It's a spiritual battle. And in the future, we're going to get into how the enemy can come into your home, how he can stay there. 
if you rebuke him as I told you to do, and you're walking in the light, your heart is clean, your sins are confessed up, that the Holy Spirit has shown you, and you, you've, uh, you're covered in the blood, you're right with God, and you still feel depressed, anxious, worried, I want you to begin to house clean. That means you are going to look around your home for cursed objects. And we'll get into these things deeper in other shows coming up more um, specific information. But for now, the obvious things, let the Holy Spirit show you what is not of the Lord and what is of the kingdom of darkness and either destroy it, burn it, get it out of your house and off your property, out of your car, out of your life in Jesus name and just cleanse that, cleanse your home with the blood of Jesus. Cover your home inside and out with the blood of Jesus. If there, if you don't know what's not of the Lord, you want to say a prayer like this. In the name of Jesus, I bind up all the spirits that are not of the Lord Jesus that may be attached to objects in my home that I don't even know I have in my possession or I'm not sure if they're bad or not. In Jesus' name, hold on for the next segment, people. All right, we were just talking about uh, cursed objects in your home. As a brand new Christian, this is something we all go through. Uh, often there, there are many things from your past that are not of the Lord Jesus. And it's overwhelming to try and do it all at once. So what I was just telling you to do in the last segment was to, to pray frequently. I'm not saying that this is a ritual or anything like that because we don't go by rituals. We go by the Holy Spirit. But I, w I want you to pray a prayer like this. In the name of Jesus, Father God, I bind every cursed object that is in my home that I don't know about or I don't even recognize yet. In the name of Jesus, I bind you spirits that are attached to these cursed objects and I cover the object with the blood of Jesus. I break off all curses and evil spirits off of these objects and I cast these spirits to the feet of Jesus for their destiny. And Father God, please seal up these objects with the blood of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Father, please send your mighty angels to show me and bring to my attention these objects that need to go out of my house and out of my possession. In Jesus' name. And thank you, Jesus. The Lord will, is mighty to protect his new babies, his new believers. And just keep your eyes open because the angels will be bringing these things to your attention. Don't get overwhelmed. Just do it as the Holy Spirit shows you because he's a spirit of peace joy, soundness of mind, and you just want to ask the Holy Spirit to fill you, to, to comfort you, to give you his soundness of mind. There's a beautiful scripture that says, the Lord has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and sound mind. And that spirit is the Holy Spirit. So whenever you need power, <laughs> I call it power for living because you need power for living in this world. Power, love, 
and a sound mind. That's the Holy Spirit. Just ask him to fill you, to give you those things, and he will. And also Jesus said he leaves leaves a comforter. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. He left us. He had to go back to heaven to sit at the right hand of the Father. Although he's here with us too, he's everywhere. And we're going by faith, people. You got to learn how to think with faith. God doesn't operate according to our human um, limits. He has no limits. He can be here with us and he can be sitting at the right hand of the Father all at the same time. <clears throat> he also exists in the past, present, and future at the same time. So, But don't let that boggle your mind yet. If that's too much for you to grab, don't worry about it. But it is true and it's awesome when you think about it. So uh, our God, our wonderful God has no limits. We, I just love him. I worship him so much. He's awesome. So depend on the Holy Spirit to show you what to get rid of, okay? Because if you keep these cursed objects in your home, the Bible warns us in Deuteronomy that we'll become a cursed thing like it. That means that we give Satan legal right to stay in our home and afflict us. And that's a lot of Christians, even old Christians don't know that, and they don't carry that out. And it's very important. Keep your home clean, of these cursed objects. That includes music, that includes uh, t television shows that are dark and occult, anything connected to the occult. You want to get it out of your home, out of your mind, out of your life. Um, and it is a process. Don't, if you feel yourself becoming overwhelmed, stop and just say, Holy Spirit, you lead this, you guide me step by step, because you have not given us a spirit of confusion and overwhelm, but power, love, and a sound mind. That's how you know if the Holy Spirit's in charge. You will feel his power, his love, and his soundness of mind. So put on the whole armor of God and bind up and cast out, get rid of those cursed objects. Hold on for the all right, we're continuing on with, I believe this is segment number four today. I want to remind you, we were just talking about cursed objects. To get them out of your home as a new believer, let the Holy Spirit guide you and show you don't become overwhelmed, but just slowly clean out your home. You want to look at books, uh, CDs, movies. You want to look at graven images, especially of other gods or other uh, religions, other uh, may a lot of things come into our homes through souvenirs from trips, either given to us by others or that we brought home, thinking that they were just cool souvenirs. Nah, -uh. a lot of them are demons. A lot of them are. Uh, you want to be careful of masks, statues, um, any graven image or carved images, um, these can have attached spirits. They are cursed objects. That's what makes them cursed is the fact that they have attached evil spirits. And when they're in your home, you've given them authority to afflict you. And you might, this is one thing I learned <laughs> is that they will 
cause trouble in your life that you would never dream is attached to that object. Uh, it, that it, you will never put the two together. It can be sickness. It can be poverty. It could be uh, rebellious children. It can be anything. And you will never dream that it was attached to that object. But yet it is. And they don't want you to know. They don't want you to figure it out. But you have all authority over serpents and scorpions to trample them underfoot. Jesus said his very words. So don't be fearful. Take your authority in the name of Jesus Christ and use it. Use it as a new baby Christian. Use it. Don't be afraid. Stay close to God. Confess your sins every day. Ask to be filled with the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Worship and love your Father. Read a chapter of the New Testament every day. Start there, and a lot of people recommend that you start in the chat in the book of John, which is a beautiful love letter from God to you. You'll see God's heart and how much He loves you. Read a chapter of John every day and stay in the Word at least once a day. Stay in the Word. There's a great Bible app called uh, Bible Hub, that's one I use, and it's absolutely fantastic. If you don't know what um, version of the Bible to choose, I would choose the King James Version or the New King James Version. I don't think they offer the New King James, but a lot of these other versions are perverted, uh, such as the NIV and the American Standard. Um, you want to stick with the, authorita the authoritative version which is the King James. And you'll be surprised how quickly you won't even notice the these and thous. And uh, it, you just, you'll just read right over them and it'll make sense. The Holy Spirit is going to interpret the word to your heart and mind. And your heart and your spirit are basically the same thing. So when I say heart, I mean spirit. When I say spirit, I mean heart. And I don't want to give you too much here all at once, but... If you don't have a Bible or a King James Version, you can read it on Bible Hub. And um, that that's the one I use. So uh, continuing on, I was describing to you earlier the armor of God. I was telling you to get rid of cursed objects out of your home. I was telling you to speak to Jesus throughout the day. And I was telling you to um, read a chapter of the Bible starting with the Gospel of John, and notice the words in red. Other versions don't always have the words in red. Those are the exact words that were spoken by your new Lord and Savior, Jesus. He, these are the words he spoke straight out to us with no interpretation, no one messing with them. Those are so precious. You want to really take note of this, the uh, precious words in red that are right from our Savior's lips. All right, continuing on, I just want to really emphasize as a baby Christian, you want to stay clean. What do I mean by that? Um, Jesus said that we're already washed in his blood and in the Father's sight, we're clean and pure now. We just need to wash our feet every day because we walk through a dirty world. And I'm talking spiritually, everyone. 
Spiritually, your feet get dirty <laughs> as you walk through this world. So you want to keep a, a short tab with the Lord, such as, for example, let me give you a concrete example. At the end of the day, you might say, Lord, uh, Holy Spirit's putting on my mind how I spoke uh, kind of mean about that person. And uh, I'm sorry that I talked mean about so-and-so. Please wash me clean in your blood. Father, I'm sorry that I missed my chapter of the Bible today, Lord. Please forgive me. I'm, I, I want to stay close to you. Father God, please forgive me for not telling that person about you when I had a chance. I'm so sorry, Lord. Please wash me in your precious blood. Those kind of things. That's what I'm talking about as an example. So keep clean every day. Walk in the light. That is how you walk in the light. You have your sins confessed. You ask the Father in heaven to fill you with the Holy Spirit. You're talking to Jesus often throughout the day and thinking about the Lord. You, you are being obedient. You are um, avoiding sin. And as a baby Christian, you just listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit in your heart. You'll know. And uh, you want to avoid sin because the enemy will use sin as a doorway and leverage in your life. You're Again, it's like the cursed object. You're giving him a legal right. And the, let me tell you something. The devil works on legalities according to the word of God. If he has a legal right into your life and into your home, into your family, if you are a mother or father or... Um, you can bring the de the enemy into your house by sin, and it can afflict your whole family, especially those under you, such as if you're a parent, your children. Uh, to that, some as you know what I'm saying, like the hierarchy of authority, a parent over a child. If a parent sins, then the child can actually be afflicted. the The devil has a legal right to come into your life and afflict your family's life in Jesus' name. So you want to be aware of that. You want to, if you have a besetting sin, um, such as pornography, that which is just rampant these days and is a doorway to much worse sin, um, if you have a doorway in your life of any type of sin, gluttony, um, oh, I can't even think of, uh, let me see. Um, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to waste too much time on that. You know what I mean. If you have a besetting sin, something you can't conquer, uh, alcohol, drugs, um, an illicit relationship. That means sex outside of marriage, folks. Yep. No sex outside of marriage. The Bible calls it fornication if you're not married and adultery if you are married. And uh, we can get into that more. But that is a total open doorway to, to Satan to like absolutely mess up your life and your family's life. So you need to walk in the light. The enemy will use any sin in your life as a doorway and leverage against you. So we're, this, is, this isn't a rose garden, people. This isn't a float down the river on a bed of roses. This is warfare. And you've chosen sides now. As a new believer, I want to armor you up and get you battle ready immediately. 
because the enemy is prowling around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Yes, that's in the Bible. And I am warning you to get ready and clean up your life as fast as you can. And remember, the Holy Spirit is in you and with you. And you can do this with his power. You'll be amazed. God bless you. Hold on for the next second. All right, people, I'm so glad if you listen to all these segments. I think there's six, if I'm not mistaken. I want to end today's teaching. This is uh, January 22nd. I'm not even sure the date. Uh, I'm going to have to be careful of that in the future to get the date on here. But um, the important thing that I want to leave you with today is to recommend a book that is absolutely fantastic for new and old believers alike because we have all left out the, a very important part of our prayer time. I want you to have prayer. I want you to have a concentrated prayer time, preferentially after you read the Bible, or you can read a, a psalm. Pick any psalm, read it, and then just... Let the Holy Spirit fill your heart and mind and then begin a prayer time. Give the Lord, start with five or ten minutes just communing with him and let the Holy Spirit pray through you and for you. Um, we don't know how to pray as we ought, and that's a Bible verse. <laughs> I'm not saying that on my own. The Holy Spirit will help you pray, and he will put things on your mind and heart to say to the Lord and he will also let you receive things from the Lord, spiritual things in your spirit. And if you do it, you'll know what I mean. It's very hard to put spiritual things into words. But you have to have that communication with God and it makes a connection between you and God every day. And I want to recommend this book called Power Prayers, Warfare That Works. And it's by Sheila Zelinsky and Carla Butaud. And those are two tough last names. Sheila Zielinski is Z-I-L-I-N-S-K-Y. That's Sheila Zielinski. And Carla Butaud, that's B-U-T-A-U-D as in dog. Okay, and their book is called Power Prayers, Warfare That Works. And it is a collection of, I believe, about 40 prayers that apply to your life and what it does it'll show you and teach you and give you the words to say literally that you could just read and repeat out loud uh to battle the enemy in just about any situation i'll read some of these um prayer titles prayer for a child being bullied prayer over meals prayer concerning weather like bad threatening weather Prayer for travel, bedtime prayer, prayer for school children, prayer for our nation. The one I do every single morning and evening is morning warfare prayer. I just call it evening prayer in the evening. And uh, that has become a staple in my life. And I just want to uh, really recommend this book. It's on Amazon, and I believe you can get it on uh their own personal um, websites. But I would just 
make it easy and go on Amazon and look up Power Prayers Warfare That Works. And I'm just going to read a list of the things that I have been doing this morning and night since November. And these are the things that have, I the miracles I've seen in my life. In addition to my regular prayers, I then turn my my spiritual authority against my enemy and I attack my enemy. Um, a tenant that was living with my son had many occult objects in his room and I believe was bringing a curse upon his house, my son's house, this roommate up and left for practically no reason at all that we could see. Uh, my one son that had an affliction, his energy and strength is restored. His health is restored. His life is restored and God is giving him jobs and a car and just blessings out uh, every single day. It, it's just, as a mother, it just is so exciting. Uh, someone offered him a truck and a job just out of the blue one day. A friend showed up and offered him these things. My husband is quitting smoking and uh, hoarding spirits are going. Even my, uh, my pets are friendly. Okay, just to finish up, thank you for listening today. I continue to give you um, the blessings and miracles in my life that I've noticed since I began to do spiritual warfare. And I have really made this a part of my everyday life. And I've learned to use my authority in Jesus Christ against the enemy. As well as my regular prayers, I also address the enemy. Uh, and here I gave some results in the last segment. I also wanted to tell you that a forgotten $1,000 just showed up out of nowhere, and um, which I was badly needed at the time. Um, I believe that happened in December. And uh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Of course, I gave him the 10% off the top. I always tithe. I want to be obedient to God's word. And uh, also, my, one of my bosses started paying me more money <laughs> for no reason. Um, I also, uh, God showed me um, something that I've had a question about, uh, about my previous marriage. And he's cleared that up for me, something that's been bothering me for literally years. Uh, the enemy was broken in that area, and I have clarity and joy and peace, and I give God the glory on that. Um, praise God. So you will be amazed at what you thought was normal. What you accept as normal was really afflictions of the enemy that you just thought you had to live with. And you never really thought about it going away. <laughs> or maybe you did. I mean, some things we just want gone. But some things we're, we just accept. It's, am it's amazing the things that we accept. We think we just have to live with. And we don't. In Jesus' name, he came to give us life and more abundant. He came to give us life. The, the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. Remember that. But Jesus came to give us life, and that more abundantly. And so this is how he gives us the abundant life. 
These things that we thought we had, these, these bondages, these heavy weights, they're just dropping off as you learn to walk out in the authority of Jesus against the enemy. But remember, don't do it. If you know you have sin in your life and it's not unconfessed and unrepented, repent of your sins, people. Repent means to turn your mind against it. Agree with God, with God's mind on it and hate it. Hate it for what it is. And if, if you slip and fall into sin again, quickly repent. Ask God to wash you in the blood of Jesus again. And he's faithful and just to forgive you your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness as many times as you need to. New Christian, I'm so glad that we talked today. I hope that this has been a blessing. And I look forward to our next time. And take notes, people, and review your notes. Stay close to Jesus and his Holy Spirit and the Father in heaven. They will lead you and guide you into all truth.